0: Hello, I'm Eric, and this is the craziness that lives inside my head. In this podcast episode, I want to talk about quality of life as we see it. It has come to um, my attention now since I'm old, and I've been talking to a lot of people, clients and friends and just people in general who are my age or older, mainly I'm, right now it's mainly the ones that are in their 80s, that I've been having this conversation, and you don't think about it when you're young, Some don't. I I haven't for a long time and it's called death. Two things you don't think about. Death and growing old when you're young. You know you're going to retire and you know after you retire, there's life after retirement. But you never really, when you're young, sat down and really thought it out. Now, since I'm getting closer, as I say, closer to the grave, And I have a lot of clients in the 80s. The conversations do pop up. I had one client. He was in the 70s. And we were talking about quality of life. And he he said that he would love to live to 100 and change. Probably to 120. And I said, well... Living to 120 can't be too much fun if you're bedridden. And then he admitted. He said, you're right. Nobody wants to be bedridden. What's the quality of life of that? And then I used to have a joke. I hope hope it's still a joke. That when it gets to the point that I can't do anything for myself, just... Give me a bottle of rum, 151 rum, and a dust joint, and leave me on the highway. I'll just drink myself to death, because if I'm that drunk, somebody's going to run me over. Of course, that's kind of drastic, right? But But the case is, what's the sense of living if you don't have a good quality of life? If you a person, like the guy I was telling about, wouldn't mind living to hundred and thirty or hundred and twenty, he's very active. He's in his seventies, but he still played tennis and he still have you know, running around. He's still having sex. But when we talked about that, bed being bedridden and being decrepit and you can't do this and you can't have sex anymore and you and you can't do all these things that you're doing now. Your quality of life go downhill. Is it worth to live that way? Not be able to do any of that those things for, for well, he's 70, for 30 or 40 years? I don't think so. And he admitted that, no, he wouldn't want that. The quality of life. Now, I call this podcast the, the quality of life as we see it. Because there's some people, even when I was young, the way they were living their lives, I didn't think it was a good quality of life. One of the reasons why I got sober in 1984, because of the quality of life. That and then I was going to lose my job. But basically, well, it's the same thing because if I lost my job, I had a very good job on Wall Street. If I lost that job, I would have lost everything. I would have lost my apartment. I think I had a car at the time. I would have lost my car. I would have lost everything. And without those things, and those were things, I felt my quality of life would not be what I want it to be as I see it. Now, the reason why I say as we see it because I had friends back then. I might have a couple now. I just don't know it. I had friends back then they didn't have a job. And if they did have a job, they were living from paycheck to paycheck. They didn't have an apartment. They didn't want an apartment. They always wanted roommates. And if they had roommates, those roommates most likely was the drug buddy or drinking buddy. And then that's what they did. They had these cheap jobs paying uh, minimum wage. Long as they had a, a roof over their head, a TV, and drugs, they were happy, and that was the quality of their lives for them. For me, I thought it was, you know, I can't live that way. It's the quality of life as we see it. And as we get older and we lose a lot of bodily functions, then you want to know what is the quality of life for me? For me, I'm not, I don't know what it is for you, but I know for me, no, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be bedridden. I don't want to be walking. I want to be honest with you. I don't know how long I would live if I had to use a walker or a cane or, or all these things that a lot of older people have to do in order to get around. That's their quality of life. Would I want that quality of life? I don't know at this moment. But the, the, the one client I had who got me to think in this way, it's a client for two years now. He's diabetic. He's on insulin. He's 70, what? He's older than me, so he's about 73, 74 years old. Um, he had a shoulder surgery. He had a lot of surgery. I think he had a stroke. And I think they put a stint in his heart. And he was just going through the details since the, the two years that I've he was my client, all the things that he went through. So this last session we had, he brought up the subject. I didn't, he did. It had nothing to do with quality of life. He was talking about a couple of friends of him who also had di- diabetes. He's diabetic and high blood pressure. And one of his friends, he said, committed suicide. He was on insulin, and he said he was on the uh, dialysis. And when he got on the dialysis, his quality of life really went down. He couldn't take the fact that he's on it three days a week. It tires him out, which only gave him two days or whatever to, I guess, to live the life that he wanted, I guess I'm not sure he was just saying three days a week he gets after um they stay on that machine he said all day then he's retired really he can't do this and he said the guy had called him up and said that he don't know he couldn't handle it anymore and the guy went and bought some cocaine and overdose because he couldn't take life the way it was his there wasn't a quality of life that he wanted. So he took his life. So my client brought this to my attention, and and being in the position I am as a massage therapist, I mean, they taught us this in school that we, they said that I think they say I know we if if a woman is abused, if we feel a woman is uh, physically abused by a husband or boyfriend, we. We're supposed to support, uh, uh, report that to the police, and I think if I'm not more sure, we're supposed to report if a client is depressed or um, how you say suicidal. I don't know if this guy is suicidal. He brought up the subject, and that was about two friends of him who committed suicide. They were very sickly. One was being cut, cut here and cut there because of diabetes, and. They committed suicide because the quality of their life, they couldn't take it anymore. It wasn't the quality of life that they wanted to live. So when he brought this up, I didn't know what to do. I mean, he didn't say he was going to commit suicide. He was just, we were just talking in general, and that's how I took it. And after he left, I thought about it. I said, you know, that's a difficult situation to be in. I mean we heard about robin uh Robert Williams committed suicide because he had i think Alzheimer's or was it the other one not um the one that you shake a lot and he didn't he wasn't full grown with it full blown with it, but then um he committed suicide because the quality of life wasn't what he wanted to live, and I'm not a, a mind reader. And I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know when people's going to commit suicide or end their life because the quality of life is not enough for them. I mean, as far as I know, he, was, he walks, he got all his limbs, and he walks, and the reason why he gets massages is to keep the blood flowing. And, and I know he had neuropathy in his feet, and I know he's not walking. In a way, I think he's walking better than me because I got bad knees. So the quality of life. As we see it. It's really sad sometimes. There's a movie out. um, um, Spielberg made a movie. Back in what 2000, 2001. I think it's called Galactica. And in that movie it has to do with. um, uh, How you said. DNA um, manipulation. Where people can have kids. Because in this In this movie. A couple wanted to have an athlete kid, and they missed with the DNA, and the kid was an athletic, and he was one of the best in in in, in the world. But the kid got into a car accident, and we got a car accident. He became paralyzed from the waist downs. so that ended his athletic ability. And in the movie. He was very depressed because he couldn't do what he was DNA manipulated to do. That's one. And because he was used to being a famous athletic, you know, athlete, and he couldn't do that. But he was in a wheelchair and he had everything else. You know, I mean, he still had girls all over the place. I mean, he was, you know, hot and everything. He had girls and. But that's not what he wanted. The quality of his life it's not what he wanted. He committed suicide in the movie. And I remember that movie. And I thought, wow, you, you're just in a wheelchair. I mean, you got all these people around you. You, you still look good and hot. And I don't know about the other thing, because they don't talk about that in the movie. But you got all these women around you, and people want to be around you. But no, that wasn't what he wanted. The quality of life wasn't great, great for him, so he committed suicide. And I don't know what the quality of life for me or the quality of life for anybody. All I know is when my client had told me that story, this is what, that's what got me to do this podcast. Because when you're young, you don't think about it. I'm going to be honest with you. When I was young, I was in car accidents, in, uh, getting arrested by the police. I was all over the place. I wasn't thinking about death. And I wasn't thinking about the quality of life. But now since you're older, when you get in your 70s, and you know you're coming closer closer to death, yes, now you start thinking about the quality of life and how long do you want to live the way you're living if you cannot have the quality of life to enjoy life. This is Eric, and you just heard the craziness that lives inside my head. <laughs>